You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Allen and Shannon Etheridge. All right, so I know this happens out there with some couples, but uh, this is a great way to kind of start our show, I think. that This is an email that was sent to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. It just says, after discovering your podcast recently, I was really looking forward to sharing some listening time with my husband. Thought it would be a meaningful way for us to spend some time together, but I was disappointed when he didn't enjoy all the chit-chat, as he calls it. But I've continued listening on my own, and he doesn't mind a bit. I do the listening. We both get the benefit. <laughs> so, well done, ma'am. There you go. Last you month, plug it away. Yeah, last month we celebrated 16 years of marriage. We've had plenty of struggles. We did some counseling, and our sense of connection is revived. Your podcasts are the cherry on top. Thanks for talking about subject matters that's not always easy to talk about. And so I replied to her, actually, because I noticed that uh, the signature was a local uh, signature mm-hmm. from, from where I live. And so, yeah. you know, we got the Sexy Marriage Radio getaway coming up in September here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And so I sent, I replied to her, said, hey, thanks for the encouraging word. And since you're a local, you may want to check out the upcoming getaway in September. Perhaps it'll add a little more whipped cream. <laughs> And maybe he'll enjoy more face-to-face and voice-to-voice instead of just podcast chit-chat. There you go. I get it. <laughs> and so, hey, I love it because uh, I, I love hearing from our listeners and the people that send in uh, questions and comments and thoughts to feedback at sexymarriageradio.com because it does it does fuel our shows. It also helps us answer anything that maybe was a little unclear. And it also helps us just know what's going on with people because – we want people to know that married sex is where the hotbed of sex can be and is. And and what better way than to join us at, at the Marriott Solana in Westlake, Texas, just north of the airport in DFW, for four days of just a great time, September 17th through the 20th. Registrations are still happening. Early bird rate is going on till July 1. So jump on now because it's going to be worth it. And this isn't a getaway. I mean, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me rephrase that. This isn't a workshop. This is a getaway. There you go. And you got to go work. with that. It's play. Yeah. You got to go with that. Cause you, you gave a great way to talk about this off the air when we were talking about our shows of work sex versus play sex. Yeah. And so if you're just now joining us for this show, you might want to rewind the tape one show and get part one. Cause today's part two. Uh, but yeah, the getaway is totally going to be play. Uh, very little work involved. Of course, you and I will be working, but it won't feel like work because we love <laughs> what we do. Right. <laughs> and I, I want to give a word of encouragement for those other folks out there who have the same frustration as the gal who emailed of saying my spouse won't listen. They don't enjoy podcast or you know, what, for whatever reason. Our spouses don't listen yeah. either. So <laughs> don't take it personally. That is I have begged true. Greg. Is to listen weekly and give me feedback. And, you know, sometimes I'll say, you know, was it okay that I mentioned that? Because I realize that that's probably given a lot of information about our personal life. And he'll look at me sheepishly and admit, you know, I haven't exactly listened to that show or the 30 before that one. Right. Um, And so we don't take it personally that our spouses don't listen because they fully support us doing this. So please take that stance with your spouse of it's okay that you don't want to listen uh, because remember what Corey said a few shows ago about, uh, I love you, but don't tell me what to do. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> don't tell your spouse that they have to listen. Yep. Instead, just let it go. 
Let it go. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Come on. Now you're in my world with my little kids. Come on. (laughs) Just to add a little Disney frozen humor in there. But yeah, let it go. You listen. Yes. You gain all that you can and you bring that energy and insight to the bedroom. And that will be a gift to your spouse. Because that's the point is we want to ramp up sex in your marriage. And the way you do that is you ramp up your life. You ramp up what's going on with you and your partner gets the benefit. That's the goal. Yeah. They won't stay behind for long. Right. They will want to catch up. That's it. So also real quick, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the air, but I, I have really good friends that they are regular sexy marriage radio fans. And so they listen to everything. And, uh, the guy, he listens to podcasts a lot. And what he has found, he's kind of a go, go, go kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. And what he has found is he can listen to podcasts at one and a half speed. So it shrinks the amount of time he has to listen to the <laughs> podcast. So that's the way he listens wow. to all of his podcasts. Yeah, it's like, good gracious. So they were listening to one. So it the, sounds like the chipmunks? Oh, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't heard it. I've, I, I shudder to think of what I sound like at one half speed, <laughs> at one and a half speed. But um, it's, it's one of those that – so he and his wife were in the car listening and so he just had it set at whatever that speed. And she's like, you got to slow that down. I can't understand. I mean, because Shannon, you you talk fast already. So yeah. especially when you get on a roll, she's like, I cannot understand a word. So he's like, all right. And so just kind of out of spite, he slowed it all the way down to like half speed or maybe even lower. <laughs> and he played some of it for, for me when we were together the other night and it was the G spot episode and man, it sounded like we had had, we were five sheets to the wind on the way that episode (laughs) sounds when we're, when it's really slow, but so, Hey, there's some fun you can have with this show of just change the speeds. Cause that's what we say in sex. Sometimes change the speed that adds some play, which leads us right to part two. Cause last week we talked about work when it comes to sex this week, we're talking about play when it comes to our sex life. So with that. And that actually may, that actually may be one of the first topics that we cover is sometimes you just need to vary the speed a little bit, either slow things down and savor or speed things up and, and get a little friction going, whichever, whichever direction feels right to you. Yeah. And there's not a script for them or for us or either, (laughs) you know, the answer to that one. Yeah, there is nothing in life is scripted. Yeah. Um, yeah, I am actually so glad that it worked out last week that we spent so much time addressing the work dynamics because I think that there were a lot of topics covered that there's no way that that both wives and husbands alike didn't feel a little bit of conviction or at least insight of yeah. oh, I do, I do that. Ooh, yeah, I do have that mindset sometimes. Right. Stop it. Just stop it. Yep. <laughs> So I'm glad, though, that it worked out that we have a whole half hour to talk about play. Okay. So I, let's play. I love the concept of play. It has just kind of become my new mantra that whenever I say to my husband, come on, let's go play. Or, um, you know, I, I will constantly affirm him that when I sense he is playing and not working, I will tell him, I love it when you just play. And that, that probably equates to just slowing things down for mm-hmm. for us. Um, that it's not just I have to hurry up and have my orgasm because it's ten thirty at night and I have to be at work early the next morning. Right. But it's we maybe we get an earlier start 
Maybe it's that, you know, we've locked all the doors and we feel total freedom to enjoy the emptiness that we have and be as loud as we want or whatever. I mean, it can take so many different forms where in this season of life, it feels a lot more like play than it than work. But I understand that not everybody's through that emptiness stage yet. But let's talk about some ways that they can kind of create the play dynamic, even if they have a house full of kids. Well, you just you just touched on it, that this is an easy segue, I think. That you already have possibly, if if you are in the work category of okay, we got to figure out a way to pencil in sex this week or today, so it's kind of work. Then it's it's flip that to where you're penciling it in, but you're penciling in time to actually play with it. You're actually giving yourself time. It's not I'm not putting it off till right before we go to bed and we go to sleep, and now we got a early morning. It's like no no no, let's go to bed early tonight. So it's an intentional. Mm-hmm. This gives us time to do this or. It's an intentional, I'm going to go shower and I'm going to go kind of get ready for this rather than I'll just, I just hope it unfolds and works well. You know, so it's just, it's just changing your intentionality with it. Uh, Yeah, that actually reminds me, I was, I've been working with this particular woman for a couple of years, just trying to get her libido out of the gutter because she had just really bottomed out and looking at her childhood experiences. It was so obvious why sex just certainly was not play. It certainly felt like work. It actually felt like abuse to her based on what she had experienced in her early lifetime years. But we have gotten her to the point where she told me the other day, she said, Shannon, I know that he really enjoys watching Scandal. So she decided she was going to create a little bit of a scandal of her own. That before they started watching, she went to take a shower uh, before the movie instead of after, before the television show, instead of after the television show like she normally does. And she went ahead and did a little... um, well, men call it manscaping. Right. She did a little ladyscaping. Let's right. just let's say that before she fed him a picnic on the lawn, she cut the grass. Right. And the entire time that they were watching Scandal, she said she couldn't keep her hand off of herself because it just felt so smooth. And it was very comforting to her to even mm-hmm. just touch herself that way. And do you think that he noticed that his wife yes. had her hand yes. on her crotch the entire 45 minute episode? Yes. Do you think that he was ready to fire on all cylinders? Did, did they the make it through the 45 minute episode? They did. They <laughs> okay. did. Uh, but she, you know, the interesting thing, she said that um, she really wasn't trying to like catch his eye. That wasn't the goal. It wasn't to distract him from what they were doing because she was fully engaged in the show too. Right. She was honestly doing it for herself, for her own pleasure, right. such that by the time that television show went off, and this wasn't her goal, it wasn't work, okay, got to get myself turned on. It was It was just so natural and organic. Right. But of course, by the time the show was over, she was totally ready to do it. It didn't require a ton of foreplay to get her there. Yeah. And so I just thought that is such a beautiful picture of what Corey and I had talked about last week about – taking responsibility for your own arousal. Mm -hmm. Do whatever it takes to get yourself in the mood and your partner seeing that you're in the mood will also match your mood. Mm -hmm. And that's, that adds to, if you're adding the idea of a, of a show you like to watch, and this is something that if you TiVo things so that you can bypass the commercials, this won't work, but you can still watch the commercials because the goal is you watch a show together that you both enjoy. And during commercials, you have to make out. And after like the commercials <laughs> are over, soon as the soon as the show comes back on, you have to stop to watch the show. So you can't like make okay, out. Can I throw, and then keep going. Go. Well, can I throw a caveat in there? A challenge to men. Sure. Make out, make out with her 
with nothing but your tongue. If you put your hands on her anywhere, let it be the back of her neck, right. or her cheek, right. or maybe her shoulder. Because if she feels as if every 13 minutes she has two minutes of groping coming at her, <laughs> it's not going to be as fun as if she has two minutes of just deep, well, passionate French kissing. Right. This is the idea. I mean, to me, the idea is it's the warming up makeout. It's not just the, okay, we pick up right where we left off every time. It's... I have to kind of keep her going and I have to be slow and build to things. I mean, that's, that's the goal I think of that. It's, it's almost like the dating thing of how far can I go and I can't just jump to it. You know, it's like, I have to kind of work my way to it. Ease your way to first base before trying to get a home run. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm just trying to say though, is sometimes when a woman is just like grabbed out of nowhere, his hand comes and it lands on his her breast and or on her bottom or wherever. It can just feel a little out of nowhere and it almost feels nauseating. Right. And I would think that especially for women who have ever had an experience where she was groped without her full permission by someone that she didn't want touching her body, that it can even be very triggering. Right. And so to kiss her to the point that she wants her body touched right. is that's, very, very important. Yeah. And that's part of playing. Is because yes. you're getting her going and there's an intention to it because she's already done some of the work for you in the sense of she's being receptive, she's engaged, she's changing it up, she's willing to go where you lead. And this this works as well the other way too, where you kind of follow where your partner wants to go and you just follow their lead. And that's playing. That's mm-hmm. that's enjoying. There's not a script to it. Slowing things down mm-hmm. and kissing in a pretty unconventional way compared to what you're used to. For example, uh, there was a time when all of a sudden, as Greg was French kissing me, I noticed that what he's doing to the corner of my mouth right now feels a lot like what he could be doing to other body parts. It felt like he was performing oral sex on my mouth. Okay. And it turned me on and I reciprocated the whole thing of a woman just gently kissing her husband and then kind of scooping his lip, his bottom lip up between her two lips and kind of giving a little suck, a little sucking action. You you don't think that that sends blood flow directly to his crotch. I would think that that, yeah, but it stops there for a little bit of just slow down and enjoy that lip play for a little while. And you'll both be just so rare and ready to go by the time that show is over. So okay, let's let's talk about other other ways to play. Well, I mean, a lot of this goes into just the idea of if you're intentional and you give some free reign and you change things up. That that's that's the biggest idea to me is is you follow. I don't know as you're following the connection during sex because we all have comfort level that that we follow. Of this is just the routine because I know it works. It worked last time. It'll work this time. And men, uh, uh, well, let's face it, we are do what works last time kind of people. So we know if it gets the job done, <laughs> then we're going to go back to it. It'll be the go-to move. And so lots of times we need to recognize that in the midst of a process of sex with our, with our wife, that it's important to, okay, if I have a thought of, ooh, I would really like to try that – do you do it or do you not? And that's the difference of if, if I'm more forthcoming with, oh, wait, hold on, I want to do this, that I at least initiate the, the, the change or the, 
the shift or whatever. And then if she's not interested, that's up to her to tell me no and say, no, I like it this. Keep here. Don't move, whatever. But that way you're actually communicating rather than just routining it. There's a huge difference because I think that's what brings about play is think of it. uh, Here you go, Shannon. Let me shift gears just briefly. Think of watching kids play on a playground and how they make things up as they go along completely. Yes, totally unscripted. Yes, mm-hmm. totally. Well, that's what I'm talking about in the bed of you're making it up as you go along. And it's kind of because you're reading each other, but you're also reading yourself and knowing this is what I'm interested in. This is what I want to try. And if, the, and if my spouse says, no, not yet, stay here, do this. All right. I don't lose it. I just, cool. Let's just go here then. And that's a, better, that's a deeper connection, which is what play brings about. It, you move beyond work to actually connecting with people. And because you're and playing with fun. Them. Yeah. And having fun together. Yeah. The two words that come to my mind when I think of just naturally, organically having fun together, playing together is explore and experiment. Of okay. just literally consider not just your spouse's body, but your own body too, a toy. And I, I remember on Christmas morning, it would always drive us all crazy. Our dad would always want to examine our toys, whether it was a bicycle or a video game or whatever. He would want, like, literally want to take it apart and see how, you know, see what makes it tick <laughs> before we would ever be able to play with it. But you know, kind of apply that analogy to what we're doing in the bedroom. I think to really study our own body and the other person's body and experiment with what makes it tick with what, what really turns it on and to, to play that little game of, you know, I'm going to touch you here and you tell me harder or softer or faster or slower or whatever, and just make it fun, make it a game. Right. Um, playing games like strip poker, playing games like uh, uh, truth or dare, you know, there's anything to infuse a sense of fun in there, right. but explore and experiment. And here's another thing. Don't watch the clock. Right. Engage in sex at a time where there's not something pressing that you have to hurry up and get to. Because I think that that time pressure is what kills the fun and turns it into mission minded. Of we have to hurry up and create this orgasm, create this ejaculation, so that we can move on. Right. And that kind of, that sucks a lot of the fun out of it. But Corey, I think that there's one area that we need to explore with this whole concept of play that we have gotten several emails on. So I just want to say that for those of you who have sent us an email asking for clarification on the whole fantasy thing, then listen up because here we go. I remember one gal asked specifically, she said, okay, I've, I've examined my fantasies. I understand what they're rooted in. I understand why I would think this way, but now what, what am I like? I think that she thought that once she understood where it came from and what the cycle what the psychological root is, it would make it go away. Right, right. No, I, I didn't promise you that. I, I never <laughs> insinuated that I, maybe I perhaps insinuated that it would take some of the stress out of it, that it wouldn't be so confusing and bewildering and scary to you. But no, as long as we're on this side of heaven, the same fantasies are going to come up in our minds over and over again until until we die i would imagine that the old people laying in nursing home rooms are probably fantasizing about the same things that they fantasized about in their 30s and 40s and 50s and 60s right so i say get comfortable with your fantasies but here's here's what you do with it to just to answer her question just to answer her question directly and then i want you to unpack this further because i know that you have some great schnarch insight on this but you, you tap into the energy that that fantasy creates in you 
and you channel that toward your spouse and you just let that energy flow. Okay. Get comfortable with that fantasy between your two ears and maybe even get comfortable enough to tell your spouse what fantasy is going on in your head. But you obviously need to listen to the other shows that we've done on the fantasy fallacy so that your spouse isn't going, why are you telling me about what you're thinking about something else or someone else entirely? Why aren't you focusing on me here right now, what we're doing in this moment? In my counselor's words, you don't fantasize about what you already have. You don't fantasize about eating cheesecake while you're eating cheesecake because you're doing it. Right. It doesn't mean that what you're engaging in isn't good enough that you have to go someplace else. I mean, granted, there are some people that they have to use fantasy that way because they can't engage in the present. But I don't think that that's always the case. I think there are deeper levels of connection available to you when you're able to share those fantasies with one another to fuel energy in one another, especially if it's a fantasy that is common to you both. Right. That you know in advance that you would never act it out in a million years. You're not suggesting that you go and do this. You're just harnessing the energy that it creates so that you can bring your absolute best, most aroused self into the marriage bed experience. What are your thoughts, Corey? Yeah, this is, I mean, because I love the stuff you've brought to the table on the whole world of fantasy. That it truly is the mind's attempt to heal itself and that it's a chance to explore and expand our horizons and kind of view who we are. And But then you get, then I like the emailer of, okay, but now what? What do I do with this? And so the idea is if you still continue to view this as this is something that can draw me out and help me be more engaged and involved with my own life, it's self-definition. And that leads into the idea of the deeper levels of connection, because we did have an email that sent, hey, we've alluded to there's being three levels of sexual connection with the first one being just physical, but we never expanded it more. So here we go. Let's expand it more because this goes right into what you're talking about. And this is some of the stuff that Schnarch comes up with on his dimensions of sexual experience. So you got the first one, which is sexual trance, which is just you're focusing on the physical sensations. So that's all this is. This is just sheerly the bodily component and the biology component of the joy that can have you can have with pleasurable sex i mean that, that's what we're talking about then the next level okay we're talking about the mechanics <clears throat> of physical sex right just the 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 sensations you can experience that that's a level of sex that that you can have with anybody if you think about it <laughs> so right right just find a willing partner no, right. I mean, don't that was descriptive not prescriptive right, okay i'm exactly. not saying go find a willing don't partner don't go do yeah. it but this, but you can um, the, the next sure. level, the next level of depth is partner engagement, which is where you're focusing on the romantic connection between you and your partner. So it's, it's beyond just the physical. You're actually, con- you're focusing on the life you've created together. And that, this is the category of a majority of married sex It's going to be one of these two, because you're thinking about all you've created and the warm feelings and all the stuff that you have, but you're also enjoying each other and the physical component of it. Then the third level is a role play level where you can act out fantasies. You can follow different scripts, if you will, which would be kind of the role play or the different roles that you could dress up. You could, okay, now I want to be Princess Leia tonight and your job of the hut. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, but okay, ho- hopefully, hopefully that's the woman being Princess Leia and the guy being hey, Jabba the hut, hey, not the other way around. Shannon, Shannon, don't <laughs> judge. Your boat. Yeah, don't, don't judge. Come on. <laughs> Um, 
but it's just Sorry. no it's just because if you think about it on the depths of connection possibilities if i am willing to reveal my fantasies with my wife then i am being more intimate with her because i'm sharing her something 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 with her that's much much deeper of me and if she is less threatened by this and still okay and we're able to navigate and talk and explore and even maybe act out together some of these wow how bonding is and how yeah how intimate can that be then that's that's why it's a deeper level of connection exactly and that can get really really scary to the spouse that uh you know is more of the caboose than the engine on this idea right Uh, if you feel as if you're getting dragged into this and you're not sure where it's going and please just press the pause button and read the fantasy fallacy about exposing the deeper meaning behind our sexual thoughts and then maybe move on to the passion principles about celebrating sexual freedom in marriage but yes those deeper levels of i'm not only going to let you see my genitals I'm going to let you see my innermost thoughts that I have never told anybody else in my entire life. Right. That is intimacy into me. See, it reminds me of this. I think that it was Maroon 5 moves like Jagger. Yep. There's a Christina Aguilera line in there where she adds her little two cents. And she says, if I share my secret, you're going to have to keep it. Yep. And I think that that's what marriage is all about. I know that that song wasn't about marriage. (laughs) Uh, And for those of you haters, who are wanting to throw stones at me for listening to secular music, just stop, okay? Just stop. Don't judge me. Um, but it, marriage is all about this is where my secret can be revealed yep. and where my secret is safe. Yep. My husband knows things that goes on between my two ears that no other person on the planet has ever heard, has ever known, and we're going to keep it that way because that's what makes our relationship very very sacred. Mm -hmm. It is literally sacred ground when we roll out our innermost mental thoughts and fantasies before one another and invite each other to walk on that red carpet. Right. That to me, that is play. Yep. And that's play. That is imagination. That is story. That is, that is, it creates so much passion. Don't be afraid of it. If you're in a safe context and both of you know, we're never going to act this out. This is not something that either of us would actually want. This is only harnessing energy that it creates and channeling that energy toward one another and feeling that constant flow of energy back and forth between the two of us. Do that. Do yep. that. Don't rob yourself of that. Right, because this is, this is about growing up in this regard, that if I'm sharing some of these things with my spouse, I'm not, I'm not doing it in the manipulative, hey, here you go, I want it my way. I'm also confronting my own what it, what does this mean? What is this really about? And you know, I'm I'm letting you into my little world, so that you know you're not accountable for it, but you're just a part of it. And so it's yeah, it's kind of self definition. You're the only guest. Yes, yeah, exactly. You are the only guest, and that's it, the, and that's the, the beauty only of it. Guest on the invitation list. Yep. exactly. And that's the beauty. That's what makes it so beautiful. And women who struggle with not being able to have an orgasm, and, and it's, I don't mean to make light of it, but I have never had a man contact me and say, I just haven't been able to figure out right. how to ejaculate. That is just so natural. They figured it out by the time they're 10 or 12 years old. But for a woman, it can be such a challenge. And my number one piece of advice to women who struggle in that area is that remember, if you shut the mind gate to all sexual thoughts, you are shutting the body gate to yep. all sexual responses. You have to open the mind gate first before your body gate will ever come open. 
And so don't be so afraid of what goes on between your two ears because this is God's design. God knew that he was wiring us as sexual human beings. He knew that we would have thoughts and fantasies and imaginations that would never, ever, ever line up with Song of Solomon necessarily. But right. we don't we don't get judged by God for our our you know our every thought even Jesus himself had sexual thoughts and feelings he just didn't act on them he showed us that you can harness that and and not uh let that leak out into other people's lives that you're not married to right but you are married to your spouse and it is safe to let those mental thoughts and feelings leak out infiltrate the other person's life flood them by all means Flood them with your sexual energies because of what you let happen between your two ears because you're safe in this marriage relationship to do just that. Well stated. There's my sermon. There you go. (laughs) And on that, let's close with a song. (laughs) Well, (laughs) hey, so play sex. This has been fun. Yeah, this is what we hope that you'll you'll experience and, and explore and try out even so if we've left something undone please let us know feedback at sexymarriageradio.com we want to hear from you you want to hear more about this idea of play sex then that means you need to come to the sexy marriage radio getaway september 17th to the 20th because it's going to be a fantastic time to just play and just hang out and just get away with your spouse and enjoy that time with them and then also share some of the time with other couples and like-minded people. And, hey, we're going to be there, too, you and I, Shannon. So we want to see you there. <laughs> with our spouse. Absolutely. So thank you for listening. Thank you very much for listening. And wherever you are, whatever you're doing, go play. Have a good time. See you next time.